Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Thank you, Sister Monica. God is truly awesome and powerful. We are so grateful that he woke us up this morning in our rightful mind. And um, just listening to all the testimonies, and just want to say hi to Sister Naomi over there and Sister Esther in Vancouver, waking up this time of the morning to get on the line with us. Praise the Lord. And uh, just the fellowship. Um, I, 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 I want to say something this morning. Uh, first of all, tomorrow we're going to be having a session with Ajax. Um, it's going to be a really powerful program. If you're logging, it's going to be prayer and fasting for Ajax. And uh, the program is going to go the same length until, say, 3 3.30, and we're going to be having testimonies from all over. It's going to be a very unusual, powerful day. So, and the title is Prayer Works, and that will happen after the Divine Hour. Um, it will go from, yeah, from, say, 1 until 3.30. And um, we ought to just take the time with God. You know, yesterday or last night late, I happened to speak to a woman, a woman of God, a family who their child is going through a lot. And when I spoke to her and I listened, I heard these things all the time. And it's really hitting me more and more to ask the question, as Adventists, what have we been doing? Because what's happening during when her child was young, they were playing with Pokemon and have Pokemon cards and all the animes and all the Japanese cartoons. And when I spoke to this woman of God as the devastation and how that is what's happening to her child now that those things are demonic. All of those anime, Sega, every one of them is demonic. And we have many testimonies to share. But the thing is, I said to her that you can go to God and pray, and the Lord will, will answer you and tell you what is wrong and how to deal with it. And she said something that we heard very common. She said to me, if I do that, people may think I'm working obia. I'm an obia person. 
And it really hits me because we hear this so many times. And we're wondering, where is the teaching of the Adventists in terms of spiritual warfare? It really hits me that a lot of people today, what evil 10 years back, 15, 20 years, still, still in the dark where they don't want to talk about anything that is demonic. You know, because they will frame you as a obia person or a witchcraft person. And we haven't read the word that they say they call Jesus uh, Beelzebub. We forgotten that they called Jesus that, that he worshiped Satan. And he was God. He is God. So it's very strange that we as Adventists, are so skeptic that we remain in the dark. I listen to this thing all the time with um, Adventists going to read the people and say, oh, I didn't know. I thought they were working from God because they use uh, the Bible. So I want to know what went wrong. with the children of Israel, with spiritual Israel, modern Israel, what went wrong in terms of people not understanding that there's a spiritual warfare? Why are we so afraid? And every day we heard it from Adventists saying, I didn't know. Why did you do that? Why did you allow them to, to give you a bath? and say they're going to protect you. Oh, nobody taught us. We did not know. We're listening to that all the time. I did not know. But when it comes to going to those people, we don't know. But even if it comes to going to God and listen and expect God to speak to us, we think that's strange. And that's not like us, our God can't speak. We have drifted a far away. And I'm just saying, have mercy of God on us. Surely have mercy upon us. That's, that's what I've been saying. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy upon us. It's a sad moment when I listen to that and seeing how many people grow up in the church always have the tendency not to believe that spiritual things is really real. Just think about it. Keep it in your thought. Wow. Mercy, let us pray. I'm going to go to a, a scripture. I'm going to go to um, Second Chronicles 20. And I'll be reading from verses 1 to 10. And then you can go and do the rest. It's a familiar scripture. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord God of glory, we're just so grateful and thankful. And we just invite your holy presence to be with us. Cover us, Lord, and save us. May this short word, this devotion, 
move to the hearts of your people and strengthen your people that our eyes will pop open. We just want to praise you and exalt you in Jesus' name. Amen. So if we look at, I'm going to read from verse 1. That's Second Chronicles 20. And it says, It came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and with them other beside Amorites and came against Jehoshaphat to battle. So think about it, that people coming up against the man of God to battle, to fight. Verse 2 said, Then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea, and this side Syria, and behold, they be in Hazaran, yes, which is En-Gedi. And in verse 3 it says, And Jehoshaphat, feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout Judah. So he responded the right way when he heard that there's a big army coming. And I think they were perhaps on a hill, somewhere they could look and see the army in the horizon coming towards them. Very far, they didn't have GPS. But these men send spies out usually and scout out the land and know where the other side is. So they were coming towards them. And Jehoshaphat called a fast. He recognized he did not say, this is not true. They can't touch us. He called a fast to seek the Lord. And, uh, and he called the fast. You know, and hear what the next verse says. Verse 4, And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. So we see a spirit of unity there where they want to seek the Lord. So they come to the Lord in unity. They come to ask help of him. How do you ask help of the Lord? How do you get help from the Lord? What do you have to do to get help from the Lord? Think about that, how they ask for help. What they did first, they call a fast. So in communion with God, we need to call a fast. And it says in verse 5, so he called a fast to seek the Lord. Verse 5, it says, And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem, in the house of the Lord, before the new court. So they come in a collective way together and hear what happened. Verse 6, he's praying now. Listen to the prayer of the man of God. He's praying. Verse 6, and he said, O Lord God of our fathers, art not thou God in heaven? So he's putting it to God and said, God, aren't you not God Almighty, the ruler? Come on. We got to take some pages out of this prayer. He said, 
Are not thou God? O God of our fathers, art not thou, thou God in heaven? And rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen? And in thine hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee? That's a powerful prayer there. He asked him, aren't they thou not power in thy hand and might? Wow. This prayer moved the hand of God, man. Can you pray like this with such confidence, with such assurance that God will respond? Aren't thou not God that ruleth over all? Aren't thou not power in thy hand? Come on. Think about that prayer. Look at verse 7. He's still praying. Art not thou our God who didst drive out the inhabitants of the land before thy people Israel and gave it it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend, forever? Wow. If you write this prayer out and you go and pray like this, it will move the hand of God. I'm telling you, virgin, it will move the hand of God. When you tell God about Abraham, the Lord loves Abraham. When you use prayer like this and say, Lord, you know, we are the descendant of your son, Abraham. That's your friend forever. Abraham, Lord. You know, we are in the same lineage, from the same genealogy. Lord, you have the power and might. Mercy, mercy, Lord. So, he prayed. And verse 8, he said, And they dwell therein and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name's sake. He said, "You, you drive out the enemies. And you gave them the land, and they built you a house of worship. They built you a place because you in, inhabit our worship. You deserve our worship. You build, they build you a sanctuary. They praise you, Lord. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. All right. Look at verse 9. If when evil cometh upon us as the sword judgment or pestilence or famine we stand before this house and in thy presence for thy name is this house and cry unto thee in our affliction then thou wilt hear and help and now behold the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount, and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade, when they came out of the land of Egypt. But they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession, which thou hast given us. To inherit. Oh, our God, will thou not judge them? 
for we have no might against this great company that cometh against us, neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee, O Lord of mercy. Our eyes are upon Jesus. Wow, this prayer is so powerful, brethren. This prayer is so powerful. You see, look at it this way. These men, Jehoshaphat, pray with knowledge. He pray with understanding. He don't come and say, oh, God, give me this. Oh, God, I need this. Oh, God, no. He used the word of the Lord and said, Lord, we're on the same genealogy as Abraham. You brought us out of Egypt. There was a deliverance already for us, Lord. And now this great company is coming against us, Lord. Lord, we are in your sanctuary. We're standing in the front of your house. Could you imagine if you're at the altar and you lay to us and say, Lord, I'm at the altar. Mercy. They said, we are in front of your house. Lord, are you going to stand there, Lord, and, and do nothing? Come on, somebody. Have you prayed like this? Have you used the word? Jehoshaphat used the word first. That he knows that the Lord done. He's bringing confirmation and said, Lord, you did this. You are this. And then he said, listen, you're going to let them drive us out of the blessing that you have already given us? Have you prayed like that? I said, Lord, you have given me this job. You have given us all these contracts. And call the name. I said, Lord, you have given us this contract at York University. I have all these projects, Lord. Are you going to let people drive us out? Are you going to let they come against us, Lord, and take the blessing that you have already given us? Are you God? Mercy. Mercy. When you tell the Lord that, man, listen, the devil tremble. Listen, listen, listen. It's dreadful. I know I was going to stop at 10, but, but look at this. Brethren, look at it, look at it, look at this. You got to read this prayer and just don't read Second Chronicles 20. It's not just like that. It's the power of the man praying, Jehoshaphat, that moved the hand of God. Listen, I'm going to read verse 12 again. Listen to this. He's praying still, and after he lay out everything and said, you're going to make them take over possession? You're going to make the takeaway the job that the Lord gifted you? You know what I mean? Are you going to let them take this job and take away the blessing from you? When you pray like that, trust me. Trust me, Sister Barbara. When you pray and tell the Lord, are you going to let them envious of the job you've given me? All right, look at verse 12. Oh God, will thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company. He said, we don't have no chance against the army that is coming against us. 
When last have you told the Lord, we have no chance against Satan? A lot of us don't believe it's a war, you see. We take things easy. We don't pray prayer like this because we are not in trouble. We have color television now. We have touch pod telephone. We have iPods. We are, we are not in the Commodore 64 era. We are not in the old computer and the old network where the cell phone weighs 50 pounds. We are not in that era anymore. We are in the era of GPS. We are not in that, those era again where you have to pull out the map. We are now in the era of GPS navigating us. We just hit a button and it carries us where we're going. We don't understand God. We don't pray prayer like this any longer. We just find things on the internet. We don't have time to God, for God. We're too busy. We don't tell the enemy coming up against us and tell the Lord, we have no power against this enemy. We have no power against this sickness, this witchcraft that was placed on me. Oh, God, we need you. You have the power. We don't say that. We take things in our own hands. The Hashafat tell the Lord that we have no power against this company that come against us. Lord of mercy. I'll read the last verse. I know time is going. Look at verse 14. Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Beniel, the, the, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniel, the Levite, the son of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord. Why did the Lord name all these genealogies? He's just telling you that's how the Lord operates. Our family lineage is important. It named all the lineages, the fathers in this lineage. Where this word, and the word, the Spirit, of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. So the Lord came upon him. i got to get to this point here. And in verse 15 it says, And he said, Hearken he all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. So the Spirit of the Lord came upon somebody in the congregation. It did not say it came upon Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat prayed. God used different people for different purposes. Instead of telling Jehoshaphat the answer there, the Lord used a little man, a little servant. And it says, O thou king Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, be not afraid nor dismayed. By the reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours. But it's God. Go read the rest. It says tomorrow. You don't have to fight. All we have to do is stand still. And let God fight for us. You see a lot of times we read the scripture. We put the emphasis and we have to stand still and don't have to fight. The emphasis here is Jehoshaphat's prayer. The emphasis is realizing where you're at in life, that we don't have no power against Satan. We don't have no power against cancer, but we know who have the power in Jesus' name. God is calling us. Come higher, brethren. 
God needs all of us on the prayer line to really come higher. Allow the Lord to enlarge our territory so he can use us with might and power. God is asking us, are you ready for battle? Are you ready? Think about it. You can go and read the rest of it. How the Lord lay out the battle plan and tell them where the enemy is going to be and where he's coming from. Wow. You see, we don't get it when we read this, you know. We need to focus on Jehoshaphat prayer. The prayer from his heart. The SOS prayer. The prayer of urgency. We need a breakthrough. We need the power of Jesus Christ to come down. Wow. May God just cover us today. And may we recognize, as I said, I start by saying this in closing. That the woman of God that I spoke to, where her son is possessed, had her son playing at an early age with Pokemon, with Japanese cartoons. I had no idea. A lot of us, our children are addicted to pornography. We gave them the computer. We gave them the phone and we say that they are cute. While they're going to pornography. And they're hiding, they're erasing everything, and they outsmart some of us because some of us is way back in the in 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 the, in the, in the era where you pull your map out. But the young people are in the era of GPS. But we are not there. If you have young children, you gotta know the computer. You gotta know what to do. You gotta know how to outsmart them. If you don't know how to outsmart them, something is wrong. I'm telling you. You got to know. You got to spend time on the computer too and know how they erase the history. Know what they do to hide and to cover their tracks. You got to know. If you have children, you just give them the computer, give them the Wi-Fi and say, go to your room, do your homework. They have you fooled. May God just bless you and may your eyes be open this morning. This is my humble prayer. We know we went a little bit late, but may God bless and keep you, and may his face shine upon you, as we'll now have the prayer request in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.